Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. It's content and chill. Where we spill the tea on the content. And we chill. I'm your host, Sajin. I'm your host, Momo. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cute. I fuck with that. Oh, I'm going to call you Momo from now on. I'm a flying lemur. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I can think about. <laughs> Same. Welcome, welcome. What are we talking about today, Sajin? Today we are discussing think before you criticize and you know the virtues of grinding and success. The virtues of grinding <laughs> and success. I'm yeah, not I just a believer of grinding. I just made that shit up. We talk a little bit about this idea that there are shortcuts. Oh, that's what it was. Or okay. free handouts. Yes. When it comes to Anything. someone else's success. Yeah, true. True, true, true. You know, it's really easy from the outside looking in to be like, oh, I, I bet it's so easy to stream. Like, that's not a real job. Yeah, you're just playing video games or streaming stream stuff kind of a generation gap mentality yeah for sure but we talk a little bit about that mm-hmm. we talk about the content we've been consuming you know tears of the kingdom is out hogwarts legacy is keeping me from enjoying tears of the kingdom <laughs> yes <laughs> morgan finally finished beef beef oh yeah i did yes. finish beef finally and share I my thoughts about that yeah finished season one of mob psycho Epic Espers. Yes. And BTSM. <gasps> Black Tiger Sex Machine. Yes. We also talk a little bit about that. What is that, you might ask? Stay tuned and you will find out. Welcome to Content and Happy Monday. Oh, yeah. Happy Monday. Today we're, we're recording on a Monday, not a, a Sunday. Monday. Hey, 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 tell us why. Tell us why. Tell us. Because it was Mother's Day yesterday. And <laughs> my birthday. <laughs> I wish everyone could have seen the fantastic leg kick that Saint just performed. <laughs> it wasn't even that high. <laughs> <laughs> the leg was straight. Okay. And that's what we're looking for. Form. <laughs> it was like what? <laughs> not even 45 degrees <laughs> not even 45 degrees mm. <laughs> there you go yeah I could do it higher full 90 mm. beautiful yeah so how was your birthday access <laughs> <laughs> it was it was really good it was really chill I had been busy like the days before my birthday so I didn't I just enjoyed being at the house and I got to stream so, you did. What did you stream? What did you stream? I stram. <laughs> I strum. <laughs> Tears of the Kingdom, the new Legends of Zelda game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I got to watch you die. Yeah. I really <laughs> thought I had it. I was like, no, I got it. Nope. <laughs> it's okay. I'm pretty sure they made it that way. Yeah. No, I forgot. That game is actually pretty hard. Just in the sense of even with your enemies. If you get hit by certain, like, leveled creatures, like, you're dead. Yeah, but you only start out with three hearts compared to whatever you finished. The last time you played Breath of the Wild, the first yeah. game, 
I'm sure you had like extensive heart containers. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they brought you back down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just realized, and we can cut this, but I just realized we can talk about that too. Yeah. Oh, because I wasn't out last time we recorded. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. It just came out what Friday actually. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. Wow. Cody has played so much already. Really? That I forget that it only came out on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. It honestly has felt so long since it came out. But you're right. It's only been since Friday. Yep. So, birthday was good. What'd you do for Mother's Day? Um, well, they kind of like conjoined it. So, there was like a, you know, my grandma came, one of my aunts and her husband came. And they were just at the house like eating, basically. They made enchiladas. Oh, that sounds so good. Yeah, my mom makes this like incredible like green sauce. Like, yeah. It is crazy delicious. Crazy. You put like some queso fresco, some um some lettuce on it. It's like lechuga. Yeah, lechuga. And then <laughs> some cream. That's gonna be um, my rat name. <laughs> lechuga. <laughs> 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 Into the stage, lechuga. Lechuga. <laughs> I can't even think of anything. To come I, out <laughs> I thought you were gonna start rapping. <laughs> and then I was like, ah. I blanked. It's okay. Yeah, I can't remember anything about the week leading up to the weekend. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and even today, it's just that's all that's in my mind now. Yeah, which is totally fine with me. I feel you. Saturday, we went to BTSM Black Tiger Sex Machine. That's right. The craziest name ever, but it was sick as fuck. Yeah, I will say um, leading up to BTSM. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the other DJs were hype. I only really remember drink water. Drink your water. Drink your water. But they were mid compared to when btsm oh my god yes yeah like i don't and i don't want to shit on them because i don't remember most of their names so the lineup was drink your water which he was fucking hilarious and i will absolutely upload the video i took of him because he was so hyped and it was like for every drop or sound effect that he had he also had an accompanying movement yes yes and you could tell he just loved that shit and he was like he looked like logic up there Mm. he was really cute i liked it but yeah it was not the same and after drink your water was kai wachi kai wachi yes and it was so funny because cody was like okay kai wachi jacked jacked as fuck really? and he was I didn't moving even see them. I didn't you didn't see, see him them. no okay yeah he was like because i was gonna say taiachi close enough yeah i was like oh, i think it's something like that but i was like i'm not gonna say <laughs> the rest of the lineup no yeah and i don't know i felt like the sound wasn't even like as good for the first two compared to when btsm finally came on but yeah. uh, let me tell you, they were there for the performance, for the theatrics. So they wear these kind of like Daft Punk, how they always have like helmets on. They have helmets on, but theirs are like black tigers and yeah. it has some lights on it. And they came in with some kind of intro about like, this post-apocalyptic world. And oh, there was one yes. being that existed. I just remember I was being I was being such a hater because I was like, oh, my God, I don't fucking care just play some fucking music oh my god i had the total opposite effect 
you liked I, it i liked you the it, lore but then i was like what if this is the future future they're like time travelers and they're just like telling us what like the future events if anything it would start 2036 that was the first date that they said is it yeah it was like the human race would be infected by something that would make them zombie oh yeah hmm. i was like is that what's gonna happen hmm. yeah i was just like oh my god i don't care just play some <laughs> fucking music literally but when oh my god they fucking killed it they were playing like the perfect amount of like hard hitting yeah i don't even know trap dub and then they would mix in some like deep house music and it was kind of like i just remember at one point i was like i feel like i'm in the john wick club scene yeah i remember you <laughs> i said loved that. it i loved it the lights yeah. at one point some of the lights looked like how they do it in like animes you know it was those pink ones, you remember? Mm. And it would just be like, pew, pew, pew. But it looked like how lights look animated, if that makes sense. Yes. I don't know. But I did partake in the schmally this time. Yeah. And it was fun. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It was fun. I will say that it, it, it got to me. It got to you? At the end. Yeah. At the end, there was a moment where I was like, ooh, let me just get out of this crowd for a second because it's so hot and then it was like the minute that i was no longer just like focusing on the music and we stepped back from the crowd so you're looking at the crowd and you're seeing everybody and i think that's kind of what happened is i was no longer focused on the music i wasn't just focused on my other senses yeah now i was like observing and that's whenever I was kind of like, ooh, oh, mm, I'm going to go to the bathroom because I don't want to be here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, I definitely hid in the bathroom stall for a second. And I was like, let me just let me just sit here. Let me just chill by myself. Let me let me look at pictures of my kids. They're so cute. I love them. They make me feel OK. And then <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe I should text Cody and Ivan just to make sure that they know that I'm OK because just a little backstory in context. This is how my brain works. But <laughs> there was definitely a period of time in my 20s where there was a couple of times that I drank too much and I would go to the bathroom and I would pass out in the bathroom. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so I do remember those times like I would wake up because somebody is Morgan in here. Like, someone's looking for me for Cody. And yeah, so I was like. I know that one, if Cody is concerned, he will send someone after me or Saint doesn't give a shit and would literally just come in the bathroom and be like, Morgan, Morgan, are you okay? Morgan, are you in here? So I was like, let me just, let yeah, me just literally. make sure. Especially because the girls have like stalls, I'm sure like, right. not like y'all are in there with pussy, your pussy out or something. <laughs> but no, it's funny because actually since the line was so long for the girls' bathroom mm -hmm. in the guys' bathroom, there were so many females. Yeah yeah there were so at one know. point yeah cody yeah. i told cody i was like can you walk with me to the to the guy's bathroom because i'm not fucking waiting in that line it's some bullshit yeah those are the times that i hate being a female because we always got the lines yeah no that line was ridiculous at yeah. one point yes yeah at one point most it, points it yeah it mellowed down towards the end yeah, at the end, whenever I needed it, thank God I could go in there because yeah. I would have, I just as well would have gone in the men's bathroom. But yeah, it was, uh, wasn't bad because then I came out of the stall and this girl was like, 
really examining her face in the mirror and like kind of like I don't know she just looked really confused and I was just sitting there kind of watching her I had just finished washing my hands and she's like do I look okay and I was like yeah you look great and I'm like looking her up and down like trying to see if there's like anything like that her outfit needed to be adjusted or anything and she's like no 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 no, just like my face like in general and I'm looking at her face and she's she looks perfect she looks beautiful she has lash extensions they look cute and uh, I'm like no yeah you look great are you tripping right now because no it's just probably maybe rolling well that's the thing like when you're rolling I don't feel like you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like oh because like I got out of the bathroom and I looked at myself and I was like look at her she looks perfectly normal you never would have known she had to hide in the bathroom a second ago (laughs) she looks beautiful you're third person no for real but that's why I was like no she must be tripping yeah and uh, so I was like are you tripping and she's no 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 it's just I just I I felt like I look so weird. And she's like, I'm on a date. And I was like, oh, well, your lashes look great. And like, how's the date going? Oh, well. I was like, is it your first date? Oh, well, it's the second date. It's going fine, I guess. And so not great. It's the lashes that I thought looked weird. I was like, no, I'm a lash artist. And I saw your lashes. And I was like, oh, those are fucking cute. So she's yeah. like, oh, my God. Put your handle in. And brought up Instagram. <laughs> she did follow me. So. Wow, I love that. Real cute. Networking. But- networking like remember how we met at that rave (laughs) (laughs) no but yeah so i was like between knowing like both you guys were like it's okay we can just go and you know talking to that girl like got me like grounded you know so then by the time we left i was like yay yeah it's fine everything's fine no yeah Yeah. no for real because as soon as i mean it was just like the last 20 minutes yeah it was just like we got to get out of here before everyone decides to get out of here at one. And yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, for me, I mean, I didn't lightning trip. I feel like I felt great, but the Molly waned for me. Like I, it was like trying to peak, but it wouldn't. And then it would try and then it wouldn't. Mm-hmm. So I was very that. I mean, I still had a lot of fun. Yeah. Like, I enjoyed myself. I was just more worried because our friend David came with us. And hey. yeah, shout out to him. I know we shout him out all the time, but. Yeah, I just wanted him to enjoy himself. It was his first rave. And, you know. He had a good time. Yeah, he did. And I was very excited about that. Yeah, me too. And I don't know. What I really love about rave culture is that you see, like, how nice everyone is to each other. Yeah. Well, Morgan had brought, like, three fans. And, like, mm-hmm. me and David were sharing one. And then we just kept, like, fanning each other and fanning other people. Because you could tell people were, like, getting fucking hot. Like, yeah. They were sweating. And people are, like, so grateful when, like, yeah. you fan them or just give them air and they're, like, so nice. We even got, like, free waters from this guy just because, like, we were fanning him at some point. Like, yeah. That's why he gave us the water. Yeah. That's why you were, like, where did these come from? I was like, so paranoid. I was, like, I can't drink this. But like, it was because the venue had this dumbass fucking rule. Yes. You bought the water. And I have never. I'm pretty sure I bought water from there before and I've never had that happen. But anyway. They, when you bought the water, they, they opened it and kept the caps. Yeah. Wouldn't you think they would spike your water if they took out it's the It's more caps? dangerous. Yeah. yeah. It's easier. And plus, what if you spill your water? Like, you want water all over your floors? I really do wonder why they keep the caps. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. But yeah. Saint came over with the, that water bottle and was like, here you go. And I'm like, mm, I don't know. I don't think that I'm going to drink this, <laughs> even yeah. though it looked 
so good. It was like so icy cold. Yeah, it was hot by then. I was just like, this would be so nice, but I just can't. Yeah. I can't. And I was like, no, it's okay. He literally just gave it to us because he was just like he bought a shit ton. I saw him like bring all of them for mm-hmm. him and his friends. So yeah, <laughs> I gave it to Cody to give to this girl, and she took it. Yeah. Yeah, she didn't think she was like, fuck, it's it's hot. Not for real. Yeah. No, because she borrowed the fan from him at one point. And I was like, that is now your responsibility. I'm to, not. Like, get it back. Yeah. I was like, she is not keeping my fan. Okay. And then she did give it back to him. And then so whenever I got the water and I was like at war with myself, I was like, oh, fuck it. I don't care. Like, I'm going to say, here, give it to your girlfriend. And then he gave it to her and she took it. And it was just so funny because at one point he did go to the bathroom and she turned around and saw me and then was like kind of looking around. I was like, he's gone. (laughs) And when he came back, I was like, your girlfriend was looking for you. (laughs) It was funny. Yeah, we had a similar instance too where this guy also asked to borrow our fan. I was like, "Mm, that's not my fan, David. So yeah good luck with that <laughs> good luck with that make sure you get it back or yeah. it's gonna kill me <laughs> <laughs> literally where the fuck is my fan no for real no i, I would have went after it for real i don't know why i didn't think but i also had two other fans like that i like pulled out to take out gum and i just stuffed them back in like my other bag oh and you yeah, didn't bring it i didn't think i was like i was not thinking i was like no the gum i'm missing the gum <laughs> no more bloody mouth literally. bloody rave mouth no for real <laughs> That was too great. But yeah, it all all in all, really fucking great. Really loved BTSM. Yeah, we go was, again. Yeah, very solid. Um, and then the next day, I had a baby shower to go to, and that was fun. It was really fun, actually. It was really nice. I got to see my ex-boyfriend from high school and his cute little family wow it was so cute i was like oh my god he has three kids three three that is crazy yeah wow it was so cute because i was like oh my god i feel so fucking awkward and not because it's like even that big of a deal but it's i do want to say hi but not step on any toes yeah so we ended up sitting kind of close to where the food was and I think he was in line with his daughter and she was so fucking beautiful and had this beautiful princess dress on. And anyway, at some point he turned around and like we caught each other. So I was like, awkward wave. Hello. <laughs> I was like, is that your daughter? <laughs> and he's like, hey. And then, yeah. And those two over there are mine too. And I turned around and his wife was over there with the other two. And I like waved. And I was like, wow, they're beautiful. And I was, I felt better after the acknowledgement because I was like, I just want to say hi and make the acknowledgement. Yeah, of course. But I didn't want it to be like some big thing. But it was just so funny because my oldest daughter, Celeste, like I told her and she was like, oh my God, like I'm cringing for you. Like she (laughs) was so secondhand embarrassed. (laughs) But anyway, yeah, it was just cute. And it was interesting to see the two contrasting units you don't get to keep up with everybody that you went to school with even if you're not friends with them right yeah per se. of course it's interesting to see like how everybody turns out yeah yeah do their own little thing yeah and then i spent the rest of the fucking day playing hogwarts legacy as you should queen as you should period and cody bought me oh, 
Cody and the girls got me the best card. Like, well, they wrote the best stuff in the card. It was like all the, what is it? Words of affirmation. Yeah. Like validation that I could ever want and need. And I was like, I'm going to read this every day. And then they got me like a little care package of like wine and chocolate and hot fries. And I was like, I'm pouring some fucking wine. I'm playing fucking Hogwarts Legacy until I fucking drop. And I did. I don't even know what time I fell asleep, but I fell asleep with the PS4 controller in my hand. Oh, my God. I love the determination. Yes. Anything else from your week? Um, Honestly, no. Just because like, the first couple of days were just work. And then leading up to the rave, it was just errands, 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 errands yeah yeah so it was pretty much the rave and just like getting to like finally stream and chill out at the house yeah 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 that part because i know there was one day where i was like i'm worried for you and i'm pretty sure it was a day off too yeah i was like spiraling out of (sighs) it's my day off and i can't even like just be at the house not for real yeah but it's okay i made up for it today and yesterday so i love that Good for you. Hey, well, you ready to move on? Yes. All righty, righty, righty. Well, you part of my week that I didn't mention is actually what kind of sparked this week's topic of quote unquote no free handouts. Mm -hmm. So, I have a client who is from another generation and she had mentioned to me and this is by no means anything new that yeah. I've I have this isn't the first time that I've heard this yeah but it really made me kind of think a little so she was telling me that her niece who's presumably Gen Z no, she said typical millennial. So she's a millennial. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> she was really bothered because her niece is a cosmetologist and started up an Amazon storefront link. Yeah. And she's listing the shears that she uses, the apron, all the supplies that she uses. And in my client's perspective, she wants people to buy the things that she uses so that she can get a kickback commission from it. Gotcha. And she was bothered because she's like, why, why would anyone do that? Why would anyone give you that free handout? And what was so funny to me is that not even a week or so before, I had looked into what it takes to start up an Amazon storefront and you actually have to jump through some hoops for Amazon in order for them to recognize you as one, even a quote unquote brand that anyone would buy from. And it takes all these achievements in order to even begin to have the option for people to buy the things that you're putting on this link and for you to receive a commission, which it didn't even share the commission on there. Yeah. Which I'm sure it's not even that much. And considering if you think of whatever items you're listing on there, not all of them are going to be 
hundred dollar, two hundred dollar things or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, because so. when you are talking about an apron, some shears, I can't imagine like shears being more than. I mean, a girl, ton. let's not talk about the shears though, because I do remember some representatives coming to see the hairstylist at my old salon. Yeah, those can be expensive. Really, but with that being said, either way, yeah. To me, I was like, I knew it was not as easy as being like, mm, well, you know what I want to do? I just want to make a little link so that everyone can buy this shit. Anyway, it really kind of bothered me because obviously there was like a little bit of personal skin in the game. This was something I had just looked up. So I'm like, girl, no Sorry. free free handout. Like yeah. it takes work to get to that point to make this Amazon storefront. And then it's like. So she took the steps and if somebody should choose, she's not demanding. People aren't against their will. Like forcing to buy these things. Yes. Yeah. It's sure. an option. It's yeah. No. And not only that, but if you think about it too, let's say you did that and these are your shears, the apron you use, this is the shampoo you use, whatever. Right. It's all there for someone who just started to have a blueprint exactly. on how and what to get especially if it's oh my god i look up to morgan like i kind of want to do the stuff she does yes. so now i know what she uses and you kind of benefit by getting a little commission and in a way i mean i think it's kind of fair and like it doesn't really it's not that different from like when you buy a class from someone and they give you the list of products that they use you know like right yeah it's, it's now more accessible if anything Exactly. And you made a good point of people want to be told, hey, this is what I use and this is what I trust. Yeah. And if they believe in your brand, if they believe in your quality, then, yeah, they're going to buy it. It's the same thing that influencers do. Yeah, of course. So it's just funny because this is not the first time that I've heard this type of generational gap and like the gap in belief of how you earn money is like a big one right because they're they're offended that we have found ways to make money that in the past were not viable ways to make money yeah of course and it just makes me think of like i don't know the the bitterness is you need to suffer as i suffered this is just how it goes. And you don't ask questions. And you then, just suffer. Right. It's it, And then with each generation moving forward, I mean, Gen Z, like we can crack as many jokes as we want about Gen Z. But the fact of the matter is, I do feel like with each generation as we move forward, we are asking questions, which is a huge part of critical thinking in general. Yeah. Who wants to blindly and just be obedient? Yeah, you want to know why you want to know if it can be done better. You can't evolve if you don't ask questions of like, how can this be done more efficiently? How can this be, you know? Yeah. And so anyway, I just thought it was so funny because this is definitely not the first will not be the last time that I've heard to some extent this this idea that there are shortcuts and yeah sure there are shortcuts quote unquote but at the end of the day everyone starts in a different place 
and you are not witness to every single thing this person has done in order to get to A, B, C, or D. I mean, if you think about streaming, if you think about anything that's, you know, YouTube related, back in the day, that was not a quote-unquote real job. Yeah. And now there are so many streamers that are getting brand deals that literally have no other job other than to just sit there and stream. Yeah, of course. Yeah, because, I mean, eventually you realize that a person can become a brand, like a person can become like enough to monetize because they appeal to people, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. But I don't know when you when you were saying that to me, it sounds like very like a hater mentality. Mm -hmm. And I get it. I mean, we could all be there sometimes yeah, um, with feeling that way. But I don't know about shortcuts like because I mean, even in that story, hearing that she went to cosmetology school, like cosmetologists have to put like a thousand plus hours. I think it's like eighteen hundred. Yeah, it depends on also what state, too. Like, some states, like, you have to do more hours. But still, like, um, it just reminds me of my roommate. She's going to cosmetology school, and she has a full-time job. So, like, after work, she has to go straight there. And that is, like, her life, like, Monday through Friday. It's, yeah. like, it's sacrifice. It's and they like, usually have a week a weekend day because you're when you're in school, yes, Saturdays, you're often usually. doing services. Yeah. You're practicing these services under the school's license because you are not yet licensed. And so, you know, if you're not hustling your ass off, like doing a full time job to support yourself and also go to school, oftentimes you have to be supported financially by like somebody else because they do. Most schools, the curriculum is Monday through Friday, Monday through Saturday. Yes. And you are there seven to eight hours a day and you are not getting paid. You're paying them money. Literally. And honestly, I feel like so many systems are broken because in that sense, I feel like, yes, I get that. Like you may not have a license, but I feel like they should make a commission. Like I feel like they should make like even 25%, 20% at least. And even if maybe they didn't want to give them the money, that money that they do for their services should go for their tuition. But still, like, there are no shortcuts with anything. Like, it really is, like, with that story, I just feel like she doesn't really see the struggles of what it took. What was it, her niece? Yes. Yeah, her niece. Her to, own family, and she's so own, bitter. She's such a hater. And, like, for her to get there, have her own business, and on top of that, learn a new way to monetize because to me that's like big brain moments like now i'm opening this storefront that could potentially make me more money because i gathered information that other people could find useful like, yeah yeah and, and anyone can do it that's the thing yeah and anyone could do it it's not like my client could very well tomorrow start her own amazon storefront yeah and not only that i mean obviously it doesn't even have to be a co about cosmetology supplies it could be like anything she uses whether it's like fucking skincare or anything like yep. because i do remember a few years ago i had looked into this it was something similar for amazon but basically i used to use this like cleanser that i really loved it was like a vitamin c manuka honey cleanser and i mean i swear by it just because like it made your skin super firm and tight and clean but if you put it 
if you put the link somewhere and people click on it even by people clicking on it and using that link to like just open a browser and buy and they bought stuff through that link like mm-hmm. even if they didn't buy the manuka honey vitamin thing like you would still make some form of commission from it mm-hmm. just because they're using that link to buy but the source was you that set up that link right so kind of like that but i mean yeah i mean even from the beginning of the week i guess i had like a similar moment where you know after working all day well after working all week and then taking a few days off for that next friday to like be running errands all day still feel like i'm not really having a break and the next day i was in a bad mood and it was also more so by this investment thing that I don't know. I felt like I was being finessed, but <laughs> it was just like my mind also, you know, like over exaggerating because that could not even be like what's happening. And I'm just like spiraling. But, you know, you do get into that mentality of, man, like there's always obstacles, like this and that. I'm sure other people have it easier. Why but, not me? Yeah, like why not me? Like, boo hoo, poor little saint, little <laughs> bitch. <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> But no, it just, it made me like, eventually kind of like, I had to pull myself back where I was like, bro, no, shut the fuck up. First of all, even if I had lost that investment, I knew that there was a risk with making that investment to begin right. with. And it's not like I'm not going to make that money back either way. If anything, I've already made the money back, but it's like still, it was just very pity party, but it should be the opposite. It should be about like, well grind harder go harder even kind of like with the stream like i was telling my brother how you know i mean starting a new stream and then seeing all like the big streamers and like how you know they have all their following obviously like brand deals whatever but i mean we were discussing like streamers like valkyrie like she used to work at gamestop she just used to stream for fun and a lot of those streamers too that were like in that friend group it was the same thing for them. Like, they were just doing it for fun. They were just streaming for fun. And eventually, they met each other and they had their big break. And it's it just takes not, like, it takes consistency and time. Like, putting effort. And I mean... Yeah, it's an investment. Your time and your attention are the your most valuable currencies. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, I mean, I can totally agree. Like, just from setting up the stream... Like, all the things that I've had to do with, like, this system called OBS to, like, stream. Yeah, like, everything, I just have to look it up because nothing, I know nothing. Like, right. yeah, all of it, you, whether it's, like, any scene at the beginning, which is, like, your intro or outro, like, it took me, like, three hours to make those. And, I yeah, mean, like you said, it is, it is time. But with just anything... Everything is time and dedication and how much energy you're willing to put. Yeah. So instead of your client being like, well, I don't think that. Well, no, girl, you shouldn't be a hater. You shouldn't be a hater. And you could also do it, too. So it's like you should That's be mad at yourself for choosing to not do anything and just have this perspective of. In a way, you're just mad because I can't even say like, you're a victim. Like you're a victim to yourself, you know? Yeah. yeah. And really, I do feel like you do feel upset because it's almost like, oh, why didn't I think of that? You know, but maybe she doesn't recognize that that's what that anger or resentment is. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's an internal 
like reflection that she's like upset at herself yeah because yeah. i can tell you that i mean when me and you were discussing earlier if i try to think of what i think is like easy money shortcut whatever like for women i feel like it's easy to be like oh well <laughs> sell your body <laughs> i don't really mean like prostitution but also like that has got to be the worst that's not easy by any means oh yeah to detach yourself from your fucking body so that you can just put out for money no and then you know even strippers that shit is wild like i oh. have spoke to more than one stripper and that sounds like a lot of work yes a lot of work yeah, oh, yeah there's grit there's dedication in that vulnerableness like yes. to be mostly naked and not only that but like you have to have this amped up energy like to hide people that are there to basically make your money and honestly i've known like i've had a few shipper clients and they've all told me the same thing yeah i don't always like it like i can't wait to get out i don't want to do it anymore and they right. like, find a way to get out even i mean they wane from going back and forth but because i mean you do make money but still like it's well, not something that's easy exactly it's not a shortcut by any means yeah like it still takes so much confidence so much energy to also be there all night you know entertaining people basically to just throw and money. even like only fans right yes and do you feel comfortable talking about that oh yeah of course okay because only fans like i even well, i remember when you were doing it and I remember how much time you were taking to like edit videos, put yes. content out, go film the content, having yes. to like, do the things to film, yes. right? And then you're editing it and then you're posting it and then you're promoting it. Yes. It yeah. is a constant. I mean, you put so much time and effort into it and it's not by any means like something that's free you're not getting free money yeah no for real it was definitely not an easy thing i would say i mean i did learn a few things just like how to market yourself yeah definitely for sure but even at that like the energy that it also takes to like collaborate with people and eventually it just felt so overwhelming because i mean you constantly had to like, keep putting out like content this is all sexual content at that and sometimes you just don't even want to be touched or be with anyone else at least for me and it just felt like i just felt so tired of doing it i felt so tired of you know like sometimes even forcing myself to just do it for the video just yeah. to get a video and put the content out because at some point like i was just doing it so much that it was just like i wasn't even like sexually attracted to some of those people it was just really to make the money and make the video yeah. yeah and so, so then it's taking the pleasure out of it and then it's becoming a task it's yes. becoming something you have to do yes and i remember after my twitter got suspended because i'm a fucking hater but <laughs> yeah more so like even people that would still like kind of recognize me and like, wanted to do stuff sometimes they would ask to record and like, it would completely like just shift my energy like it would make me not want to even mess with them because it just completely turned me off like i feel like i gained like camera phobia like mm. to be recorded because even with videos like i mean bitch you gotta arch your bag you gotta like, right have those angles yeah because like, then you did it all for nothing yeah you gotta like still if you look. hate the way it looks yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you hate the way it looks then what the fuck 
I'm not using this shit. <laughs> yeah, literally. So it does take like looking a certain way, like being a certain way, like this image, this facade. Like I remember one time I hooked up with this guy and honestly, he couldn't even get hard. And like we were pretending to have sex, like pretending. Okay. He was just like dry humping basically and yeah like it looked like an actual video like in the video but it was like a pretend video and I was just like work. Okay, yeah, act like, tours. Yeah, literally <laughs> acting. <laughs> so yeah for sure like nothing by far is just a shortcut if anything before you ever feel like you want to criticize someone also just question man what what did they probably like go through to get with you know where they are at now right you know it's by no means anything easy and bitch we now have chat gpt we have motherfucking ai do you know how many times i have gone to ai to ask the most dumbest things because i'm just like i don't even know how to begin i don't know where to begin to like even figure this out i will google the dumbest shit i don't give a shit yeah it helps and it's like we have unlimited resources it's about do you want this or not kind of deal and i mean like i feel like some of these examples are financial or we're talking about some kind of profit or money coming out of it but you know i do feel like people try to do things for money because they think oh this will be a free like a easy way to get money and yeah by all means go ahead and increase all your streams of income but just know that there is going to be time and energy investment needed in order to get anything done i mean i used to think i'll be honest i used to think like content creation i was like oh my god yeah duh easy blah bitch i can't tell you do you remember that i told you i wanted to make those edits i wanted to make these badass edits of my favorite badass OP motherfuckers from all these like movies like John Wick, The Equalizer, stuff like that. Do you know how long? I mean, I sat there watching these videos over and over editing to make something that's a minute long. Yeah. To make something that might not even be well received on any social media platform. And I'll do it because I want to do it. And it's if I don't want to see the outcome if I don't want to see oh let me see if I can make this badass video just because for my own satisfaction yeah Yeah, bitch I'm not gonna fucking sit there for four hours and watch the same clip over and over play the same sound over and over yes trying out different effects trust me like content creation and no means is easy if anything I give anyone that makes content like seems so fun and like easy like they're props because sometimes like content creation like it is so hard to do and you're right it is such an investment of time like time will sometimes just fly and it's like you've only really done a little bit (laughs) so (laughs) little i mean even this podcast like this was something that we really wanted to do we have both invested so much like time money energy into just figuring it out okay what kind of editing software do we want okay what learning platform? the software yep. learning the software there was there that was, one night yeah there was no it was two days yeah it was two days i don't know if it was like for episode two or three it might have been for two i think it was three 
because oh. episodes one and two did it yeah the terrible terrible way <laughs> I'm having flashbacks. no but like basically we had to learn the software and that's a, an hour or two then we had to play with the software to see what we were even doing how to fix certain things how to take some gaps or some words out like whatever and yeah even, figuring out all the fine tuning and tweaking too yeah and i feel like episode three we recorded a lot so it took so much editing i remember that day i feel like for two days we were editing probably for like four hours both of those days and i mean also this is on our days off you know yes yeah and, like, and not even days off yeah even like sometimes for editing to put the episode on we edit like the night before or like, i think this last week like i woke up really early because i was so tired after work that i was just like there's no way like i have enough energy to like, get home stay up and edit i'm just gonna go to sleep early and wake up as early as possible to edit yeah and yeah I mean, it is sacrifice with anything that you want to do to do it successfully. You know? Yeah. Yes, bitch. It is a work. Okay. Ain't nothing free. No free handouts. Yeah. No, no free shortcuts. No shortcuts, bitch. No fucking shortcuts. We, that's why these last couple episodes, I mean, not to expose myself or nothing, but like they were posted later on, I think I posted one on Thursday because. I was literally, and then this does not even begin to cover the emotional <laughs> roller coaster. <laughs> because if you've seen Get Out, do you remember the sunken place where you're just like, he was just deep and watching and was helpless. And that's how I fucking felt editing our last episode. And I don't know what was going on with me mentally, emotionally, but I was going in on myself and I couldn't even even begin to think about what the title could be i couldn't think about what the description for the episode shit that no one cares about i care about it yeah but no one is gonna be like oh my god what a fucking weird title oh my god what a weird description yeah. nobody nobody you're being very hypercritical but i felt like i was in the sunken place it was like i was listening to the podcast i'm making sure all the segments are in the correct order and i'm trying to think what would a good description be what would a good episode title be? And I felt like I was in the sunken place because I just sat there with the laptop on my lap and I was like paralyzed with the overwhelming thoughts and feelings that I was having listening to this, figuring it out. I was just like going through it. Okay. Yeah. And this is in addition to all the other shit we got going on. So yes. by no motherfucking means was this like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no for Easy sure peasy. look at us no no yeah i mean same like even with the streaming like i feel like what this is episode 10 <laughs> so to finally for it to be finally episode 10 and i have finally streamed last week <laughs> i've been saying i was gonna stream <laughs> probably the podcast started so it's just so much time consumption and 10 then, weeks <laughs> yeah no no but i think about it i had my pc like built two almost three months ago mm. and then as you're going you just are like oh my god i still need this i still need that 
I still need this. And it's like, you think you have it all, but then you are still missing other stuff. And it's just like, maybe also, I mean, yeah, perfection is part of you want everything to be the way you want it to be. And you won't start until then. But yeah, still, like, it's just a lot of work with anything, whether it would be a hobby or work or anything you make money. Yeah. And again, like, it'll be in the time that you have available or that you make available to do these things because you also got to take care of yourself get rest have downtime to do whatever and maybe you take that away sure but then you're gonna get burnt out so you know it's just about when i when i hear people making these types of comments of oh it must be so easy it must be so this so that like you go ahead do some research See if that's something you're interested in. If not, I mean, hey, you want to make some hateful comments, you go right ahead. But I feel like the more you make those comments, the more that you start to feel helpless and out of control of your own life. Yes. And it's like, you want to do that, you go ahead. But if this is something that bothers you because it's something that you want to do, something that you're interested in, take a look and to see what it fucking takes. And then that sometimes kind of determines for you if it's something you really want to fucking do or not yeah did you know that the root of addictions actually or that the sense of like feeling helpless and out of control and like you have no power hmm. like actually addictions a lot of them soar from that because like when you're addicted to something that is the thing that gives you power if that makes sense Anyways, I was like, where did that come from? Yeah, literally, <laughs> after you said helplessness and like, I was like, you're like, was thinking, ooh, oh my, my brain God. is lighting up. Addictions. <laughs> my addiction is flaring up. <laughs> we just have to, we just have to go on a little rant about it because. Yeah, like nothing is fucking free. And honestly, <sighs> I'm just, I just decided, you know what? You just got to go harder. You just got to go harder, get what you want, and stop being a little whiny-ass bitch, period. Point blank. That's Alrighty. It. Well, you go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have no intentions of going any harder than I'm already going. <laughs> I'm at my limit. Yeah, that is. <laughs> well, with that being said, we have mentioned a couple times streaming now. And we have not yet talked about Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom, because it was not out by the time we had last week's episode. So, boo, 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 let's move over to content and talk about it. Yep. Well, do you want to start off with Tears of the Kingdom or... Mob Psycho? No, I can start with Tears of the Kingdom. Yes. As a sequel to Breath of the Wild... Yeah, like, from the opening scene of Men. Okay, backstory. Breath of the Wild is basically about Link, who is the champion. And there are four other... I mean, I don't know if they're champions, too, but... We... Okay, sorry. No, we are the champions. But basically... He's the hero, and then there's four other champions, and each of them handle, like, this mechanical, like, beast. Beast, yeah, basically. But the Calamity happens, and Calamity Ganon takes over all their technology, 
corrupts all of them. There are different different forms of the calamity, and it kills each of the champions. Mm. Hyrule falls. You are a link after waking up after I don't know if it's like a hundred years actually, but you wake up in the future. Everything is just upside down, and basically you just go through Hyrule and reclaim each of the beasts each of the beasts and then eventually take down ganon so this is the sequel to that it's after that happens and you know now you met zelda and you guys are together you guys are at the ruins of well not the ruins but deep inside like the tunnels of the castle and she is finding these what do you call those hieroglyphics where you see like pictures on the wall oh yeah yeah basically is the story of how the calamity happened and how the dark one stole like something from this divine being who created the kingdom of hyrule that is like the ancestral origins of you know even zelda and i'm sure i think link but whatever they're just passing they see the hieroglyphics she's taking her little pictures boom 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 i forgot that you have a camera (laughs) yeah they go into this tunnel and at the center of it is this hand like placed on the chest of this like corpse like mummy and as soon as they walk in that hand loses its power <laughs> like i'm guessing that is a seal and what are the odds first of all what are the odds that they just find themselves down there and at the perfect time that they get there this thing gives up on the seal the calamity begins again and this dark fucking being like blights link by gliding his entire arm and then breaks the master sword at that yeah so it starts basically like that you eventually find that the arm belonged to raru and the arm saves you but the calamity creature demon whatever like just pushed everything to the sky and basically the castles in the sky the islands are in the sky and your first step is to get to the temple of time find zelda and you try to get there but it's locked because the arm that you got because eventually his arm was blighted but raru's arm which was the seal over that calamity ganon it becomes your new arm that gives you like different powers and stuff Mm. but you basically go to that temple of time and it doesn't let you in apparently like you have too much darkness still or link had too much darkness from being attacked from that creature that you have to go to these three temples where you also meet like an astral projected raru and you get three different powers so far that's where i'm at after i just finished the third tower but yeah, the powers are freaking cool. One of them is basically you just move objects and you could attach them. So it's like a form of telekinesis. Hand? Yeah. So your hand is what gives you like all those powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, one of the one that moves things. Oh, yeah. It has like a, a hand. Somewhere. Yeah. And then the other one is a fuser. So you can like fuse weapons. So if you find a fucking boulder, you can fuse it with a stick mm-hmm. and it becomes like a hammer. And then the last one is called Ascend. And basically, you stand under something. And if it's like a surface on top of you, 
you just ascend to it and it's like you swim through the object all the way to the top yeah like what a cool power but uh, basically that is how far i'm gone that's where i stopped the stream and uh, i'm actually going to stream a little bit later but i'm guessing now you just head to the temple of time and see if zelda's there Mm. which i doubt that hoe's there I'm just saying. It's never that easy. It's never that easy. She's always at the end of the game. Yeah. Yeah. But what do you think of it so far? I really like it. Like, it's beautiful. First of all, those games are always so beautifully made. Oh, yeah. Beautiful, like, graphics, the scenery. Even when the, even when, I'm guessing, the castles race to the sky and it creates, like, sky islands and you wake up as Link and you're basically jumping from like these little like ledges and then eventually you jump from like one island to like way way down into this lake but as you're falling you just see this entire scenery oh my god actually it's so beautiful it is so beautiful they made it to where you are just seeing the most beautiful view of all like all of the land is it is it but is it Hyrule or is Hyrule what's up in the sky yeah so that is my question too because it seems that he raised the castle but I'm wondering if he also raised other parts of the Hyrule land because I mean the castle also was in the ground and I don't really remember the temple of time in the last game So I am wondering, what if those islands were just in the sky to begin with? And I mean, there are a lot of like other Zelda games that do go into the sky. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about like Skyward Sword. I will even say, I think there was one in Twilight Princess where there was something that you had to do in the sky. Even Breath of the Wild. One of the oh my god! One of I know beasts, what you're talking about. Yeah, one of the beasts were also a sky beast that you had to like travel somewhere high to yeah. be able to get to it. So I do think that the islands maybe already existed because it does say that Raru was like the ancient one that was they were like godlike mm-hmm. who I think founded you know Hyrule and was a link to Zelda or whatever. It looks like a really challenging but fun and beautiful game i'm not gonna lie i have not played any of it because i'm still on my hogwarts legacy bullshit but cody has been playing since he bought it on friday and every time i watch i'm just like oh my gosh one the cinematography like that scene where you are being when you're falling down and even he showed me the scene where you map when the tower shoots you up and you like get a glimpse of the the land from up high and you use your thing to fill in the map have you done that yet i don't think so okay so you remember how in Breath of the Wild you would climb to the top of the tower and that's how you would fill in parts of the map because you could see from up oh, there? Oh, I see what you're saying. So every single tower in Breath of the Wild, you reach the point where you would put your Pura pad. Yeah. And once you like locked it in, it unlocked the region. Yes. And the, it would turn blue on the map and it was no longer like a dark area. Yeah, and it would show you different landmarks. Yes. But in this one... 
you go to this tower and it shoots you up into the sky and your pura pad comes out and it has this like little like radar looking thing and it takes the information in that way and then you just fall down and you're like skydiving and it's so beautiful wow it really reminds me of that moment do you remember that scene in spider-verse where miles morales is finally embracing himself as spider-man and it's that scene where he's falling down and the city backdrop is behind him and it's like still oh it's so beautiful that moment is like what it looks like and it's just so fucking beautiful and you're just like i'm so fucking grateful to the team and the people who made this game because they really cared about it yeah no for sure and i feel like with this one just like breath of the wild i mean they invest so much time into this like free realm world because i mean you could easily take your time and just do other things and not really even do the main story but all of it is really beautiful. I would say there's like more critical thinking in some parts of the game. Dude. Yeah, that you have to I like... was like, I don't even know if I can thrive in this game because I don't like Minecraft, for example, because I feel like the possibilities are endless and it's so overwhelming the amount of things that you can do. And like, I'm not afraid to admit, like, I like a little bit of structure to know how to do things and whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like, Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember also, I mean, the Minecraft thing. I remember when it came out like years ago, because I remember my first boyfriend used to play it. And uh, I used to be scared to play it because you had to obviously craft some of these things like torches so that monsters wouldn't spawn in certain areas. Some of the monsters were creepy. Oh, he played survival mode? Yes. Oh, okay. And in that mode, like, if you lose... If you die, like, you lost all the shit that you just like created. Like Dark Souls. Yeah, like, you just lose everything, whether mm-hmm. it's, like, your fucking pickaxe, your sword, anything. Like, it's just all lost. And you have to start from zero. And I remember I hated it. It was, I was always so stressed out watching them play, him and one of our friends, because they would just, like, play together. And sometimes they would just die. And I'm just like, oh, like, then to start from zero. Yeah. Yeah. But you didn't even do creative mode. Because what I'm saying is, for example, the things that you build in Tears of the Kingdom, like, you are, they force you to build. Like, I talked to my sister. She, her and her family, they also play Breath of the Wild. They love those games. And she said that she was like i'm not gonna learn how to build like i'm not gonna build i'm gonna avoid it and that she was gonna run around refusing to build but you have to like no matter what side quests or not you have to use yes. these these new modalities and they they make it part of the gameplay and she said that once she was realized like i'm forced to learn how to build now she said she's been building like really badass like hot air balloons and stuff like that and it's just crazy because <laughs> so my TikTok algorithm now has a lot of the things that people are building. And I've watched people build Trojan horses, like a giant wooden horse. And then they use the rise or what is it called? The swimming thing where you swim upwards into the ceiling. Oh, the ascent. Ascend. They used ascend to 
get inside of the wooden horse and then they had already hit the little fans on the bottom so it's rolling down this fucking giant hill in this giant fucking wooden horse and they ascended into the center of it like a oh real Trojan horse and then i saw somebody else make like a whole humongous wooden person same thing they have fans on the feet so that that this huge terror is like <laughs> over <laughs> and then there was another one where there oh. was this like raised like area and it was like a camp because it had this spiked fence around it and this person went to another really tall raised area built the world's longest fucking bridge and just smacked it on top of the spiked bridge and they just ran across the entire thing and it's fucking 10 miles long and oh it's a God. giant bridge. People are making crazy shit. And I just think it's so insane that they made it to where if you can think it, you can make it and see how it goes. That is so crazy because, I mean, right now I'm building stuff that I think is essential to move forward. Like, right. I was, I created this raft. And I had put two of the little like fan things that move you across the water. Uh-huh. That boat betrayed me. And like <laughs> it just broke in half and like it took off. And then I remember another one that I had made with a sail. I didn't get on it fast enough and it flew by itself <laughs> like without me. <laughs> to think that people are creating all these other things. I just didn't think the possibilities were endless like that. No, for real. They yeah. really are. And it's so funny because they are like forcing you to be humble and learn how to do this shit through trial and error. Yes. And I think we touched on it earlier, but you start out with three hearts. You don't get the however many hearts you had in Breath of the Wild. Like you start out with three. Oh, no. And every the... every game usually you start with three. Right. But what I'm saying is like. After you're even recruited. Though, yeah. 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 This is like a part two. It's happening immediately after the yeah. first ha the first game. And it's oh, but guess what? I don't got my master sword no more. And I'm a humble link of three hearts. And the things that you are facing, they also know how to fuse and make their weapons better. They hit you once, you're down a half of one heart. Oh, yes. I'm pretty sure you saw me fight that golem thing. <laughs> and I... Oh, yeah, you were like, this is a mistake. Yeah, literally. Like, I think I died that first time, right? Like, he killed me that one time. But oh. then that second time, I was like, okay, I did defeat him. But I do remember, like, with one hit, I was almost, I was like at a quarter of a heart. I immediately had to uh, press yeah. plus so eat and then run around. And then sometimes you just have this panic. Oh, my God. No, I'm taking forever to no, do my seriously. attack. And it's going to hit me. And sometimes it does. Like, there was those little, like, creatures that I was fighting by this little, like, railroad track. And like, I think I died there three times because I couldn't. I couldn't take out my bow fast enough to fuse it with this fire fruit Ugh, to set yeah. the grass on fire. So most of them would die immediately. And then one of them kept shooting me with an arrow and hitting me. And, and while you're doing all of this. Yeah. And like you just die immediately. And you're just like, oh, my God, bro. This is like insanely hard. Oh, my gosh. The part that I was dying at was whenever you built that little cart to go on that like roller coaster track. And then you go through the clouds and that's when you realize like part of the track is missing. <laughs> so you just no, no. So 
I had seen that it was missing. Oh, I didn't see it. I was like, why is this incomplete? It makes no sense that this is incomplete. It doesn't look like it's a long part that's missing. So maybe if I take it anyways, <laughs> I will make it. <laughs> but no, I just flew out I the didn't map. make it. And I was thinking like, maybe if I like use some of the pieces from like the ground, because there was like this giant hook on the ground. If I could fuse it, with the thing on the rail maybe that's what it was but no it was awkwardly shaped it wouldn't make no sense how that would fit so i was just like i don't even know what you're supposed to do here so i just was like well i'm gonna go to the left and that's what i did yeah yeah it's fun yeah it is pretty fun it's fun to watch it's fun to watch y'all figure it out yeah no it, it is because up until then I think I've only seen like a 30 second clip of the trailer. Uh-huh. I have not seen any of the trailers for Tears of the Kingdom. All I knew it was going to be released that Friday. And I was just like looking forward to it. Just more so because even with Breath of the Wild, I remember when I first bought it, I like shelved it for the longest. Mm-hmm. But then once I started playing it, I kind of regretted it because it was like, man, this is probably one of the best games I've ever played. Aww, like yeah. the open world and in Breath of the Wild, I remember there is no chronological order of how you have to do yes. things. So you can go to any of the areas and you just do the achievements and you just keep moving forward. Yeah. It's not like kind of like Twilight Princess where you have to do this to do yeah, this. To do this, yeah. to do that. Yeah. Like they didn't lock off areas for you. It's just, oh, we're just going to put some really strong shit here. And if you die, you now know. Come back later. <laughs> yes. Yes. Very that. Well, I'm excited to watch you play more. Yeah. No, and seeing all. all like how your building and everything like evolves. Yeah, because I mean, I just finished the third temple and that's where you get your ascend power. But once Sand? Ascend. Oh, ascend power, sorry. Yeah. I was like, um, what? You get ascend power too? That is so cool. Sand monsters. No, but in the part that I left off, you're like in a giant tree that's kinda hollow, but then there are like these bird cutout things like on the ground and that's where <gasps> I stopped. But it makes me wonder. Have what you used one of those yet? No. Oh, those are cool. Those are cool. Yeah. I watched Cody do some of those and that's part of my algorithm too. So I'm, I'm excited for that. Yeah. So that's where I left off and that's probably where I'm going to start tonight. Hey. I'm excited. Yeah. Should I talk about Hogwarts first? Yeah. Go for it. What are the likes? What do you like about? What are you loving so far about? Hogwarts oh Space? my god! Oh, I have something exciting to tell you. So exciting! So exciting! Guess what? What? I finally went to the care of magical creatures and beasts class, and I learned how to brush them. It's cool because, like, I didn't know what the interface, like, how you would do it. Yeah. But you have the grooming and the feeding as these actions the same way that you have spells that you use yeah and you assign them to certain buttons you have to make another set so you have like spell sets so usually you have four and i'm playing on playstation right so it's going to be like if i squeeze the right trigger then I will use that means I'm going to use a spell and then X can be Expelliarmus O can be or the circle can gotcha. be. Gotcha. It's like a broader menu to yeah. do the spells. 
Yeah. So usually you have four at a time and then that's a set and you can have up to four sets. So you do have to like switch out some of the moves because you eventually get so many spells. But anyway, so the the grooming and the feeding, you have to replace a couple of your spells in order to and put it as a part of your spell set as gotcha. an action. But anyway, I finally got that today, like literally today. I finally got to that point. And I'll be honest, I took care of two animals and then they were like, okay, bye. And then I had no other quests to do that pertain to any creatures or beasts. So I was like, mm, weird. Okay. But when you're roaming the lands, you can find dens of certain magical creatures. Like there can be a hippogriff den. And then when you go there, there's like a bunch of them there and you can target them and it'll tell you if they're male or female. But when I went there, you can't interact with them because it says that you have to only, you can only interact with tame creatures and those are wild, but I didn't know what to do. So I'm like, do I still have to move forward in the story more to have more actions that I can I do? I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? So anyway, all that to say, I'm still going to be pushing P in the main storyline so that I can figure this shit out because the sooner the better, you know? Yeah. But I am, I think, 19 hours of gameplay in. And, you know, it's. Sheesh. But, you know, what's crazy is one of my clients, thank God I have a client that plays this game. She is so awesome. We were talking about it, we were just geeking out the entire appointment, basically talking about Hogwarts Legacy because she's the one that I told you took a whole week off April 4th because that was the original release date. Yeah. And she has put in 46 hours of gameplay by the time I saw her on Saturday. Mine was only 12 hours before Sunday. And we were like, she was telling me, oh, there was a couple of things that there's, it's a bunch of puzzles and stuff, kind of like Legend of Zelda or Breath of the Wild, you know. Because it's an open world map and you can explore and part of the exploring there are these Merlin trials and I couldn't figure out how to do some of them. So I was like, oh, maybe I just don't have the right spell yet. No, bitch. I had all the things that I needed to do because I had asked her about a couple of them and I was just like, oh, got it. So I'm just not creative enough. Like I'm not thinking outside the box enough because it's kind of like, you know, the building when it comes to tears of the kingdom right yeah it's like you really have to think around it like for example and this sounds so fucking obvious there are these chests you find a bunch of chests like everywhere just exploring all over the castle all over hogsmeade they have these chests but there are these big ones that are like really ornate and they have this giant eyeball on it and there's not really I couldn't figure out what you had to do to it. You could like I casted spells on it. I couldn't it wasn't doing anything. So I was like, okay, clearly I don't know the right thing. Yeah. So I'm just gonna leave them there and I will come back once I learn the right spell. I thought I had to learn Alohomora to unlock it or something, right? No bitch. I had already learned this invisibility spell. And you have to be you have to cast the invisibility spell on yourself. So that you can approach it because whenever it sees you with its giant eyeball, it like closes its eye and it, you can't open the chest. But if you cast yourself invisible, 
and then approach it um, invisible, then you can open it and you get 500 fucking galleons. You get 500 galleons. And I was broke as a fucking joke. Like I couldn't even move forward in the main storyline because it was like, oh, use a Thunderbrew potion and use it on an enemy. Well, guess what, bitch? You have to either brew it, which I didn't have the ingredients to brew it, or you had to go <laughs> buy it. And it was like 600 galleons and I had 10 and I was like, what? How can I move forward if I'm fucking broke? And then I, I did look up, how do you make money in this fucking game? <laughs> and it's like all this shit that I couldn't, I didn't have access to yet because I wasn't like high enough level or like whatever. And like talking about no free no shortcuts, bitch. There's no free fucking lunch. No shortcuts in Hogwarts Legacy either because you have to open your own store. You have to breed or rescue these creatures and sell them. Like, it's like literally life. Literally life. Yeah. And I was like, that's fucked up. You have to hustle in the fake world too. <laughs> Not for real. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, I've been playing. I've been playing obsessively and it's so good and I just love it and I'm low-key starting to feel a little scared because there is a boy so you get to choose kind of like who you want your like person to be like you can have a friend and you can choose them to accompany you on certain quests or like you have this dueling club and you can choose them as your partner to like duel other people yeah and i keep choosing sebastian because he's a slytherin and you know me i love them so i'm like let me use sebastian sebastian i'm starting to be a little suspicious that he's gonna be your a, enemy a bad guy like i'm gonna have to turn on him or he's gonna betray me and mm -hmm. now i'm kind of like sus of even the professor that's been accompanying me since the beginning of the game like you you have no choice in that one right but i'm low-key kind of the more and more that I'm like discovering through the main storyline and you you view these memories through a pensive and I'm like, oh, these people, their storyline sounds kind of like kind of like Sebastian's storyline because you like learn about this. Your whole thing is that you are a wizard that can see ancient magic, which is different than the magic that you cast yeah. with like wands and stuff and not all wizards and witches can see it. So you are special in this way. And so when you're doing the main storyline, bit by bit, you are viewing these memories through a pensive of another witch who could see the ancient magic. And you know that her dad, that her brother died and that her dad is like suffering from it. And she's, what's the point of me having this power if I can't help my dad? Yeah. And Sebastian, he has a twin sister who is sick and they don't it's his twin sister and they don't know why she's sick. And, you know, like you remember Harry in the third. What is it? The second movie? He breaks his fucking arm. Is it the second one where Dobby breaks his arm with the bludger? I don't remember. Is that the one Gilderoy? Yes. OK, so the second movie, Harry breaks his arm because Dobby bewitch that bludger and then Gilderoy Lockhart 
was like, oh, let me fix that for you. And then took all his bones out of his fucking arm. Do you remember that? His little jelly arm? Yes, I do remember. <laughs> and then he went to the nurse and she gave him this stuff to grow his arm, like his bones back. So, you know, magic, like healing in the magic world is like really, really possible. Like they have boundless ends of fixing things. But for some reason, Sebastian's sister, sister is sick and they can't help her. And so I'm low-key kind of like, is he willing to, quote unquote, do whatever it takes to save his sister, to help his sister? Is that what I'm slowly and surely watching in the main storyline is that this girl who has the same power as me is slowly but surely being like, I have all this power, but why can't I help my dad, the one person that I want to help? I see mm. what you're saying. You know what I mean? And so I'm low-key like, oh, what's happening? I just want to play with the hippogriffs. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't sign up for this. I didn't sign up for this. Oh, but yeah, I'm loving it. It's truly, truly wonderful. I do feel like the more that I explore, I am making more money. I'm finding more things that I can sell. And... The room of requirement. Do you remember that in the movie? It's like the room that only shows itself to somebody that's, oh, I really need some place to hide this. And then the door appears in the wall. Uh, yeah. You remember? Mm -hmm. So your room of requirement in this game, you can make it whatever you need it to be. So like right now I have a bunch of fucking plants. I never thought that I'd be the bitch growing a bunch of plants, but I have like so many different things growing in there. I even have like, these composting like fertilizer things in there. And it's like you can make it whatever you need in the game. So I never am out of ingredients for potions now. I'm never out of combat stuff because some of the some of the plants you can grow are useful in combat. Like they hurt the enemies for you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just the possibilities are endless. It's truly, truly magnificent. And yeah, I'm loving it. And I think every, every Harry Potter fan is missing out if they think, oh, I'm not a video gamer, but I've always wanted to be a part of Hogwarts. I don't know if I can get into it. You can get into it. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, yeah. They for make sure. it pretty easy. You could do a story mode and you can change the the hard hardness levels. Like I'm playing at normal. Yeah. You could do easy or you could do story, which is literally probably like easy breezy, beautiful. Hogwarts girl. Hogwarts girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So definitely been playing that. That's why I have not played Tears of the Kingdom. It's okay. It's or okay. watched any fucking show for that matter. Yeah, but I love that for you. I love the fact that I know you've been anticipating this for a long yes. time coming. So I'm really glad that you finally got to indulge and, you know, 19 hours in. 19 hours in. What did you just throw at me? I didn't throw it at you. Dust? No, I didn't throw it at you. I threw it at the floor. Liar. It hit me in the eye. No, it didn't. It did? Right here. Oh, I meant to throw it that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about you? Sorry. What um, else have you been up to? So I finally finished season one of Mob Psycho. <gasps> How many episodes was it? Mm, I 
don't know. I'm thinking 10. Hold oh, on. okay. Yeah. But yes, it definitely gets wild because, I mean, at first you just are finding out that, you know, Mob is this psychic kid who works for, like, Reagan, who is, like, this basically con artist. But <laughs> Reagan is so funny. He is, like, so hilarious. There's this scene that I was watching last night with my brother, and I was dying laughing because... <laughs> Obviously, he pretends to be like an esper. And as he is just, you know, um, hold on. An esper, what is that short for? Or what does that exactly mean? Because I've always pretended like I knew what you meant. Wait. Espionage. Actually, I think it's... Oh, that's season two. Sorry. There's season three. There's 12 episodes. 12 episodes okay yeah so an esper is basically a psychic being and mm. whether it's like reading minds having telekinesis gotcha so it's basically that but he pretends to be an an esper himself and that's why mob follows him because he like pretends to exercise other demons but mob does it for him yes yeah mob, he's like well, they're so far beneath me that I'll let you handle all these things, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but eventually, shit gets pretty real. There's another Esper at a different school. Oh, in the girls' school? No. no. No, no, no. It's like a different school. I forgot what it's called, but he's like the shadow leader. And eventually, him and Mob clash. But he doesn't anticipate that mob is so strong mm. because you know like i said mob represses his psychic abilities with his emotions mm. well no he represses psychic abilities which in that represses his emotions as well gotcha. so whenever he releases his emotions or feels a strong emotion his psychic abilities just explode gotcha so he fights him he humbles him because he's the total opposite of what mob is mob feels well, just because I have psychic powers doesn't mean I can be popular. Just because mm -hmm. I have psychic powers doesn't mean that I'm physically strong. Just because, you know, like, he just thinks, like, it's just another characteristic. It doesn't make you better. Yeah. But that other guy feels like... Because I have this. Because I'm better than I'm everyone else. Shit. yeah. Yeah, and Ma basically humbles him and defeats him. And if, he actually does change, and he becomes, like, a good guy and mm -hmm. Ma's friend. But eventually it goes into, like, the storyline of his brother... Because his brother secretly resents Mob because Mob has, like, these psychic abilities since he was little. Yeah. And he's all, he's been waiting his entire life to also have psychic abilities. Aww, that would be me. But, you know, it's crazy because Mob admires his little brother so much because he's so smart. He's so, like, talented and popular at other things. And it's, Aww. you know, Mob feels like what he lacks his brother has. But then when his brother feels like he's lacking is the yep. only thing that mom has. Grass is always greener. Yeah. And eventually his brother does unravel and have psychic abilities. What? Yes. And this organization confuses him with mom thinking that his <laughs> brother is mom because. Do they look like? A little bit. But also mom had gotten this invitation from this like company that like helps kids like basically develop their psychic abilities mm -hmm. so he takes it pretending to be mob and i guess that information leaked the secret organization that wants to dominate the world oh, shit. but their actual like 
espers like they're uh -huh. powerful like fully unraveled like they all have their own ability like one of them is pyrokinesis which is like setting shit on like fire yeah one of them can control like spirits one of them like the first encounter with that organization is this guy who's wearing a hoodie and ritsu mom's brother is just like beating up all like these gang members who who think that he is also mob because mob has after he defeats that other esper from that other school who is the shadow leader for another school's gang leader all these gang leaders from other schools like want to fight mob just to take the title everyone wants mob yeah everyone wants to fight mob and he's called like yt poison but no one knows what he looks like and basically his brother impersonates him and he is basically beating all of them because he does develop his psychic abilities hey. but then that other guy shows up who is like top level and he's rank yeah and he really can't do anything against him so mom shows up too after ritsu beats all these kids that other guy beats the fuck out of mom like brutally like you see him punch him man some of those scenes are so brutal with their fights and mob does deal so much damage to that guy after he gets really upset and like he like releases his power because reagan tells mob don't use your powers on other people so mob for the longest is trying not to like he's holding back he's holding back because this is my responsibility but because it's his brother and he feels like he has to protect him he just goes crazy but eventually ritsu gets kidnapped and basically mob his esper friend hayazawa and dimple who is like this like little spirit ends up it was at the ugly ghost thing yeah <laughs> they all end up uniting to infiltrate the secret organization and rescue his brother and then it's basically them taking out most of those because there's like 12 of them taking out at least like seven or eight of them and it ends basically once they get ritsu back but there's this part where reagan is just too funny like this show is so comical and reagan obviously <laughs> has no power and he's facing like one of those s-class espers from the Bye. secret organization and he's like watch my hypnosis trick and he pulls out this little coin like to a string and he's just like waving it getting closer and closer and he's like, hypnosis punch and he just like punches him <laughs> and that was like the attack like it was not even a hypnotic spell it was just like a diversion to punch him and uh, he just makes the show but yeah like their fight scenes with the remaining like upper echelon of that organization was just top tier and you eventually Ooh. find out that they're not even like the strongest ones there's oh, i'm sure other espers that are like way high ranked and you just wonder who they are if anything i've learned from anime is that season one whatever you think is super stressful bitch you better be joking because there is way more intense shit that you're about to be introduced to this is just the appetizer the first the first yes. course yes but literally all those fights every single one mm -hmm. like um ma versus hayazawa which is like that first esper then when ma fights that first upper echelon 
And then the fight with all the upper echelon versus Mob, Hayazawa, and his brother Ritsu and Reagan. Like, they're all so beautifully done, so intense. The animation is sick. Love it. And it's, at the same time, so funny, too. Oh, my God. Yeah. So <laughs> that adds a bonus. But, yeah, there's three seasons. And I'm guessing all of them are, like, 12 or 13 episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. More to come. Yes, for sure. Okay, if you could say, if you could rank the fights that you just listed, like, most badass, most epic and then downward, or you could do it upward, but pressure, okay. pressure, pressure. Yeah, so definitely, mm, it's just really hard to really pick all of them because all of them really does. It's like an internal struggle that Mob has mm. with wanting to fight them because Reagan tells him not to. Right. But in every single one, it's like he loses control almost and he like goes all out. And it's just the epicness of him going all out that makes all those scenes. But for sure, the final fight is just okay. because you see three simultaneous fights at the same time. Ooh. Like three, like a three versus three. And then somehow Reagan like prevents Mom from going out of control. But in that moment, he transfers all his power to Reagan. And what? Yeah. And like in when Reagan is talking to him, one of the guys like sneaks up behind him and like <laughs> you think you, he cuts Reagan in half and like he falls to the ground, but he didn't like because he already had transferred his power to Reagan. Mm. And Reagan just takes out like most of them and actually makes them come back from like their like superiority complex and tells them like, if I'm just a commoner and I'm this strong, what what do you think that makes you? And they all pretty much get humbled. Damn. Except like, the ultimate bad guy. Like he gets defeated by this like strange kid who you don't even know his name, but he is like an inspector that came to the organization. And I think his father is the one that's behind everything else. Mm. Yeah. So can't wait for that. TBD. Yeah. And he's so cool. Like he has like red hair. He had like a varsity jacket. Like his design was just pretty cool. But he looked like a little kid. So oh my god, cute! I love that. I love the OPs that are like just misleading. Children. Yeah, yeah, they they look one way, but they're secretly super super powerful. Super strong. That's why I love Sylvia. I want to always bring it back to Sylvia. <laughs> she cute. fierce bitch. Yes. Well, I finished beef. Ooh, what did you think? Because you were. You were almost at the apex of all the events before yes. on the last podcast. Yes. Last time I checked in with y'all, I was on episode seven. Yes. And I felt like it was all I had just seen when she finally made the deal. So everyone pretty much got what they wanted. Yeah. I saw that Danny now had his house for his parents. Yeah, Isaac was in jail. Isaac was in jail, bitch. He fucking threw him under the bus. Yeah. And he was like, boom, boom, boom. Figured that out. And like, low key, I can see how he came to that conclusion. Like, I could, I can see how he got from point A to point B. This is what will solve things. But I knew, like, obviously I knew that... First and foremost, there are still three episodes left, bitch. 
do not think for a second everything is settled yes but even like in the moments that you saw that they got what they wanted you also did see that they still weren't exactly happy yeah and like i was thinking of the part when what was her name naomi no (laughs) bitch no not fucking naomi fucking hate her ali wong's character amy amy thank you because i think of the part with amy when she's at their vacation home and her husband and her daughter are playing in the pool and the nanny's going around doing stuff and she's like oh you don't have to do that like you can go home if you want she's like did i do something wrong and she's like, no, God, no. And then she goes out and she's like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't bring the nanny to the vacation house. And her husband's like, did she do something wrong? <laughs> do you remember that? Yes. But no, girl, I just remember I was like, okay, I want to finish this. And I just remember that I was like watching, I was watching it on my phone while I was in driveline to pick up the girls from school. And you sit in that driveline for fucking 30 minutes, okay? Which is perfect. One episode, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. That is exactly when I watched all the shit just go zero to 100. Like, just, you. there's no way you could have guessed that things would have exploded in that specific way. Because then, you know, Isaac is out of jail and he's he's trying to rob oh my fucking god yeah then danny had the kid and the dog and isaac was out of jail and amy was at the billionaire's house and the billionaire is now with her sister-in-law who was ultimately her motherfucking undoing bitch because when they went to that safe room. Oh my God. Oh, yes. That scene the where she panic gets room. Cu- when she gets cut in half. I could not believe that. I was like, what am I watching? And that was the realest shit whenever Naomi, both Na- Naomi and Isaac or whoever was chasing her. No, it was like one of Isaac's. It was like one of the guys, right? Yeah. But that was a realest moment when both of them are just watching in horror as the panic room door just kept trying to shut and it's like obstruction obstruction and it just was slowly but surely killing her and oh my oh, god yes. i was just when it like, fully like slashed her and then that guy threw up because it was like he threw he had to take his mask off because he had started throwing up inside the mask and that was like yeah that's that's very real that's a very real reaction yes but yes it was just so it was so insane that I was just sitting there in shock. And then came the moment where you're like afraid for Paul's safety because he had scaled that wall and you heard what you heard and you're like, what the fuck? And Is he okay? you don't even know. Yeah, you don't know for a while. And then whenever they escalated things to the desert and they're both stranded in the fucking desert, like, bitch, I thought they died. I thought they were dying. I thought they were throwing up blood. And I thought it was interesting that they decided to make everything explode in such a weird way that you're just like, what the fuck? And it's kind of like all bets are off the table because then they started talking and they're tripping low key because they ate these poisonous (laughs) berries. But then their souls are like intertwining almost as they're like talking to each other. But they're also kind of realizing that 
they are having like the same kind of pain and you know misery they have the same like kind of similar stories and oh my gosh let me tell you when they were showing the backstories when they were showing them as babies and like whenever their parents were looking at them and they're just like oh they're so perfect i can't believe we did something so perfect and it's like you know by then like you had seen some backstory with their parents a little bit that made you feel like oh you know like there was a little bit of what would you call that like turbulent not turbulence but with amy's parents for instance right like you find out that her dad cheated on her mom and amy always knew and she felt a little bit guilty because she's oh well i held this secret for him yeah but then when she goes to tell her mom and her mom's like, girl she you're not telling me it. anything that i don't I already know. know and i'm just gonna tell you put it all behind you you know and so you think to yourself like oh like she came from this kind of house you know that probably led to why she's here but then you see danny and he of course he had his own way of getting to the point that he got to but it's like it all started the same and it's just you're just this perfect raw form of human being and then shit happens and it's just about like how you decide to go about it and all these decisions lead to something i mean like when I saw him throwing away Paul's college applications, like that was yes. so upsetting. Like I felt so disappointed. I was so upset because I'm just like, man, that's really fucked up. Yeah, because that probably changed Paul's life too so much. Exactly. Yeah. And he's like now affecting someone else's life, you know? Yeah, because even at that, like all those choices eventually led up to you not knowing if Paul's alive or not. Exactly. Yeah. And like to them being in the desert. And what I couldn't help but focus on the thought that like they could not let it go like they still got what they wanted and they still could not let it go they couldn't stop blaming other people they couldn't stop blaming each other for everything that was wrong in their life and it's like that is exactly what led to Danny being shot the minute that it seemed like they were going to make it out of the desert that they were getting help Amy had sent that fucking text saying Danny ran me off the road help and the minute that they had cell service that text went out and also george was trying to do the find my iphone so the minute they had cell service not only did her incriminating texts go out but it was the same moment that he found her location so his ass shows up with a gun and shoots fucking danny and i remember i was so like oh my god please like i fast forwarded because i didn't want like there's you see the their silhouette you see him shoot and then there's like black and it's like they're trying to do this dramatic reveal to like the hospital i fast forwarded through that part because like no i need to see if he's alive like i need to see if he's dead or if he's fucking alive i think that's where it ends though right no because then it's in the hospital and well sort of but you see that he's in the hospital you see that he's alive and amy's with him amy's with him and she finally shows him this love like she finally is just (laughs) you are like me and because she's thinking she's looking at him and she's thinking about all the things he said like for instance like i need to know do i need to get to where you are in order to feel happy will that be enough you know and she knows no you know because she still wasn't happy herself yeah so it's like she's thinking of all this while she's looking at him and then she climbs into the bed and hugs him shows him that love 
and then it's like showing a time lapse and then you see his arm come up and hold her and i was like oh thank god like i was just so relieved i that remember they... that i must have just click ended it after oh like, my god the you're like okay it's done yeah because i thought it was really cute how after they tripped and like you said they kind of intertwine it just more so became like a very hate to love situation where it almost took each other to understand their own hardships to finally get each other and let it go yeah. and be happy and like it almost felt like they found each other too like they were the perfect match for each other Ooh, i don't know i don't i don't think of it as like a romantic match personally yeah for me it was just kind of like a like a love for another human being like a kindness like a you can't i don't know kind of like how they have love in like the how miyazaki movies you know i feel like they throw the word not throw it around useless like senselessly but if you have watched american movies and shows and all that love is almost always romantic and it's almost always involving sex as well so like when you hear what is her name in spirited away chihiro when you hear chihiro like was able to save haku from that seal and from that little slug thing because of love you're kind of like like me personally i was kind of like oh that's weird you know or like i love sasuke you know and they're like little kids and stuff and you're just kind of like that's it feels almost like oh that's weird because i've always grown up watching movies that love is only ever romantic gotcha you know what i'm saying and so like for me personally whenever i saw like her like hugging him and holding him in the hospital bed it was like an understanding of understanding of who he is seeing him and being like yeah seeing him for what he is yes and showing him that love and acceptance yeah (laughs) that she also has like kind of finally shown herself you know yeah it was beautiful and i was just like so fucking glad relieved to see his arm move because it's like you know it took their whole lives exploding but i was just glad that they now have the potential to try life again yeah because i mean when you think about it when you were watching them like talk to each other and they're just confessing all this shit it's like they're doing it because they think they're dying yeah and it's like when they woke up and they're like oh my god we're alive and they're just like dying laughing it's it i mean it's kind of funny because it's like it took them thinking that they were dying in order to just be themselves yeah I see what you're saying. Yeah. So I loved it. I think it was beautiful. It was definitely worth the watch. It's definitely worth the fucking nightmare (laughs) that it became. Yeah, I know. (laughs) It was wonderful. They fucking nailed it. And I feel like low-key, that's kind of like A24 style Mm. as far as like how they portray stories and films and also shows, I guess now. I think this is the first A24 show I've ever seen, but it's like they had to throw in this fucking weird shit into it. Because do you remember the part where she's like seeing that creepy like monster looking thing? And it's because when she was little, she read this book and it had this creepy creature. Yes, I know exactly know what you're talking about. Yeah, fucking Babadook motherfucker. Yes. I feel like they always have to throw in some kind of weird like shock factor type of thing and like the bitch getting cut in half, you know, where it's just like this apex of 
what the fuck and yes. now you're kind of open for whatever because you've already experienced the weirdest shit literally yeah loved it no yeah I loved it. it makes you think if they have a season two how that would even go you know what's funny is i think someone was trying to tell me like oh i think i saw that they might have a season two and i was like are you sure because i feel like that's kind of like a perfect ending like to a series yeah and to that particular story because what would we see in season two you know what i mean like the story was kind of complete in my view yeah so yeah but you have to think of all the repercussions too i mean first paul you don't know he's alive or dead he's alive they do you okay you you didn't finish it because when they got cell signal and whenever she got that um iphone ping and her text went out she was also getting a bunch of texts and danny was getting a bunch of texts and he did check to see because like a couple of his texts to paul are you okay please let me know he texted back fuck you i'm blocking you oh. so he was really he was relieved when he realized he was alive oh gotcha gotcha yeah. oh, okay never mind i didn't i don't remember seeing his text i remember other people texting him being like you're on the news yeah i remember that yeah paul's alive thank god oh, i was no, relieved bro. because i was like damn oh no paul i know yeah he was the, the least chaotic of the chaotic characters he was a little chaotic yeah when he went to the house he's like yeah i fucked the shit out of your wife oh i forgot about that that's true <laughs> but yeah definitely worth a watch 10 out of 10 yeah for sure because it wasn't i don't think at any point i ever got like bored either where i'm like Ugh, i gotta keep going because i want to know what happens like it never got that way for me yeah because i feel like that's kind of how i feel about the king's affection kind of like falling off of it oh okay yeah it's okay yeah. you have a lot of other stuff going on too like the stream yeah for all so but i think next week we can do a guardians review yeah to the full extent so just letting you know now yes this that's is your final week to watch you <laughs> <laughs> just want to spoiled spoiled Well, thank you guys so much coming to the podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Content and Chill. Yes, this is finally number 10. We finally broke the podcast dying off cycle. The that, curse. The curse nine episode. The cursed nine. We defeated you. Yes. If you like what you heard. Yeah, make sure to subscribe. Hit the little bell for the notification. Leave a review follow us on instagram as well at continent chill tag us if you're listening yes tag us put us on your story you know we'll put you back on the story too yes girl we love you too yes we're so grateful for all the listeners we are and we will see you guys next week don't forget to check out on our instagram page there is a link in the bio that has our link tree it'll lead you to any of the platforms whatever platform you're listening to now so that you can share it with your friends and also it'll bring you to saints twitch Yay! stream twitch stream at twitch.tv slash babysage cute yeah see you next week love you so much bye bye